This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight... We're broken and we're disgusted. There's another senseless death. Stars who hit the streets calling for change. We want to let you know you got support. And what it's like to be a journalist in the middle of the unrest. Things are spiraling here quick. They took my microphone for me and started beating me with it. We are seeing lots of tear gas here. I've never seen anything like it. Then, more star splits and the This Is Us star moving on months after filing for divorce. Why Justin Hartley's new lady is very familiar to his ex. It's, uh, it's very unfortunate. Then, the Duchess is facing off. There were fallouts. There were tears. After Meghan left royal life, how pressures are mounting for Kate. Plus, Jessica Simpson, after losing over 100 pounds. I had lost a ton of weight. How she's keeping it off. No gym needed. E.T. starts now. Hello and welcome. Hollywood joins the call for change in America. We have now reached one full week of protests that have spread all over the world and so many famous faces have hit the streets and social media to show their support. We need justice for George Floyd. We're not talking about why we're witnessing what we're witnessing. And that reason is because another man died at the hands of a police officer. I feel like I've done videos against police brutality. I feel like this is like my seventh time. People are tired of that. What do we do? Because burning stuff down doesn't seem to be the, the answer. 
when we see you guys out here on the front line, we want to let you know you got support. Jamie Foxx rallied protesters in Minneapolis, just a few miles from where Nick Cannon visited the street where George Floyd died. Ariana Grande wore a mask and marched for hours in L.A. Shawn Mendes and girlfriend Camila Cabello hit the streets of Miami. Meanwhile, a frightening night for actor John Cusack in Chicago. He was confronted by police. He tweeted, cops didn't like me filming the burning car, so they came at me with batons, hitting my bike. And he released this video. In Santa Monica, Halsey says she was hit twice by rubber bullets and tear gassed. She shared this pic of a bruise and video from the protests. Actor Kendrick Sampson from Insecure was protesting and live on his Instagram when he was hit by rubber bullets. <laughs> Meanwhile, journalists covering the protests are under fire. We just got hit by tear gas. Nice shooting at the photographer. At us, like directly at us. Directly Why at are they us? doing that? He's shooting at our crew. There's water being thrown on the reporter. Fox News correspondent Leland Vitter was hounded by protesters as he reported from outside the White House early Saturday morning. Hey, look, this protester just took his mic. His protester, and they just threw the mic at the reporter here. Uh, we took a pretty good thumping. And uh, as we were being pushed, we sort of pushed our way forward and just wouldn't stop walking. And eventually, after about two blocks, got to a police car. Will you go back out there? A absolutely. And, and you have to. And my, my job is to try and give our viewers the best information and the rawest version of what's happening. And in order to do that, you've got to hear from the people who are in those situations and who are angry enough to be on the streets. Meanwhile, in Minneapolis... Tear gas being shot. CNN's Sarah Seidner has been on the scene since the protests erupted. Sarah, in this situation, coming off of COVID-19, all of a sudden you're on a plane and you're in the middle of this. How hard has that added element been? It's always about trying to get uh, the people's voices out there and the best story. There was a moment yesterday where for the first time you connected the Floyd family with the police chief. The Floyd family has asked if you are going to get justice for George Floyd, when I told him it was the Floyd family asking these questions through me, he took his cap off. And this is the Floyd family right now? This is the Floyd family. After that interview, I could not contain myself. And that kind of respect and compassion is a rare thing right now. And it broke me down. Sarah and all the reporters have done such an amazing job in the field, and we want them to stay healthy and safe. Okay, let's move on. This is us star Justin Hartley filed for divorce after less than three years of marriage. And now, this is Justin with a new woman. I don't want to talk about my boyfriend. I just need his name. Her name is Sophia Pernis. Justin was spotted kissing his former YNR co-star on Friday as she picked him up from an orthopedic center in LA. It's tough being surrounded by such good looking men. A source tells ET, Justin and Sophia are newly dating. The couple has spent time together during quarantine and has taken the time to get to know one another better. Did he just blindsided you? It's been six months since Justin filed for divorce from ex Chriselle Staus. We're told Chriselle is upset, but she understands they both need to move on. When did all of this happen? But here's where it gets complicated. They all were friends up until the kissing pics came out. All three followed each other on Insta. Then Chriselle unfollowed Sophia. 
A far cry from when they once traded Twitter compliments over a pic of her and Justin. One day we'll look back at this and laugh. I don't know, hopefully. When it gets to the bad, I'm gonna go under a rock and I'm gonna <laughs> go off the grid. And we have new details about the split between Julianne Huff and Brooks Like. We have been feeling so many things over the last few months, but especially this last week. Julianne was emotional this weekend conducting a live workout amid the unrest in the news and just hours after announcing her separation. The couple has been quarantined apart, and a source tells ET they haven't been happy together for a long time. Quote, Brooks wanted a more traditional marriage and to start a family. Julianne wanted a less traditional marriage to focus on her career. And finally, a bachelor breakup. He just jumped the fence. Colton, Hop Defense Underwood, and Cassie Randolph have split after 14 months. Cassie captioned this gallery of shots. Neither one of us is quite ready to talk about it yet. While Colton wrote, sometimes people are just meant to be friends. Until recently, the couple had been quarantining together with Cassie's family as he recovered from COVID-19. In March, Colton told ET he was often the cause of relationship problems in the past. I put a lot of pressure on our relationship saying like, no, we'll be fine, we'll be engaged by this date, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do this, and it was sort of overwhelming her all over again. Okay, let's bring in Michelle Turner with royal news and a duchess face-off. Who's gonna be the people's princess, Kev? That's the question that everyone is asking because Kate is now emerging from Meghan's shadow, but a new report out suggests that Kate is tackling too much. What's really upset Kate in all of this is the suggestion that she feels exhausted and trapped in her royal role. It's rare to see Kensington Palace go into firefighting mode and, and issue a statement denying um, an article, but it's not unknown for them to take uh, legal action. ET has confirmed the royal's lawyers sent a letter asking Tatler to pull their story. Some of the publication's claims, Kate is furious. She's working as hard as a top CEO, has to be wheeled out all the time, and has become perilously thin, just like some point out Princess Diana. There's no question that William and Kate have had to do more since Harry and Meghan ditched their royal duties. But we're told there's actually a strategic reason behind William and Kate's new image. The Cambridges hired the Sussexes media coordinator when the Sussexes quit royal life. So I don't think it's any coincidence that we're seeing a slightly slicker operation online. From seeing them do Zoom conference calls from the comfort of their home office to allowing us to see rare footage of their children. Yeah, homeschooling's fun. <laughs> Um, Don't tell the children we've actually kept it going through the holidays. I feel very mean. <laughs> Certainly with Kate, she has made herself far more relatable than ever before. He's so sweet. And one thing's for certain, Kate's glad that Meghan has left the monarchy. There was a sense of relief, uh, I think, for, for Kate particularly. There was certainly tension behind the scenes. There were fallouts, there were tears. But life in LA has become increasingly problematic for Harry and Meghan. E.T. has learned the couple is spending more than $8,000 a day using the security team that protects Tom Hanks, J-Law, Streisand, and Cher, as drones have been spotted flying above Tyler Perry's $18 million mansion where they currently stay. 
A source tells us Megan has received racist threats before. They feel like they're being invaded. It's especially scary when they're outside with Archie. They accept that they are going to be photographed out and about doing their thing. But the idea of drones going over their properties, trying to take photographs of them, playing with Archie in the garden, I imagine there will be legal complaints and legal action to come further down the line. I think everybody understands their concern for their baby. Well, now let's turn to another Brit, Naomi Campbell, because these days she's generating buzz for her airplane runway style. I wiped everything down. The supermodel on her travel style, which includes a hazmat suit. That's the trick. Then Jessica Simpson slimmed down secrets, how she dropped more than 100 pounds while still eating chips and dip. That was a lot of calories. Plus, what you never knew about Dancing with the Stars on the show's 15th anniversary. I was like, what just happened? Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. That is Naomi Campbell showing off her COVID-19 couture. The supermodel has become a supermodel for how to keep yourself safe. And Naomi gave me the story behind her clean routine. For me, masks used to be number one, but now it's reversed. It's the gloves number one. The gloves I always have in my handbag with the wipes with me at all times. When I put on that suit, I have people say, but wait, no, the doctors and nurses, but I bought it off Amazon. I didn't go and rob it from any hospital. I bought it. Well, that kind of nice. I think I saw a picture, you're traveling again. You've been on a plane again. It was weird because I had not walked past my front door in nine weeks. There was a big anxiety. I did take a private plane, that's up for me, doesn't matter. Private, commercial, I'm doing what I'm gonna do. I wiped everything down. Now that we see businesses starting to reopen, do you feel comfortable? No. I had to go to the dentist the other day. I was terrified, but I put on the goggles, the visor, the mask, the gloves, and the suit. Am I crazy? <laughs> Naomi knows when it comes to quarantine, you gotta take care of yourself. And that includes your beauty routine. The supermodel is the first official face of Pat McGrath Labs and just did a master chat in makeup. It's sparkly and it's warm and it lifts. We want things that lift us up. <laughs> and while Naomi is excited about that, she can't help but feel emotional about the recent events happening in our country. I feel helpless. I would have taken to the streets, but I don't want our people to take to the streets because we are in a pandemic. But it's like Will Smith says too, it's not that there's more racism, it's like this racism is being filmed. I don't know anyone, black, white, green, pink, yellow, that are not horrified. We've got to do this together. We have got to be in this together. All right, coming up, another star who's turning heads in quarantine. I work my butt off. No corn 15 for Jessica Simpson. Her trainer reveals how she lost 100 pounds. Anybody can do this. Then. I took my helmet off and laid the batons down. The sheriff who joined the protests and went viral for his message of peace. We're with him today. It takes the heart of a human being to show love and dignity and respect for another human being. Plus, Dancing with the Stars turns 15. I'm telling you guys. We're opening up the ET vault to when we first met the pros. We just had fun and that's what it's about.
mean, people think right now, like, oh, she snapped back. I did not snap back. I, I wish I just snapped back, but I worked my butt off to get in to shape and to, like, stay on a health kick. Totally toned legs, super flat tummy. Check out Jessica's weight loss transformation. After giving birth to Birdie a year ago, she dropped 100 pounds in six months, but she kept going. Here she is all boss lady in July. In December, hands on hips showing off her snatched waist. And check out Jess in February, channeling her inner Elle Woods. So how'd the mom of three do it? A source tells ET she is walking, outdoors, and on her treadmill. It's as much for mental health as it is for physical wellness. Celebrity trainer Harley Pasternak gave us exact details. She did it a few ways. Number one, every night before she went to bed, she would send me an email. I hit my step goal today. So she's got a little Fitbit on, hits her 12,000 steps a day, goes for a walk with her family, with her kids, with her husband. Anybody can do this. Jess, who joked housewife of the year looks a little different these days, adds cleaning to her calorie burn. And as for her quarantine diet, seven layer dip, chili. We're told the 39-year-old is eating healthy in moderation. She doesn't totally deny herself. It's about eating the things she likes, but using portion control. I have to say that I have worked very hard. Um, everything I've been eating is uh, mostly like made with cauliflower. <laughs> and this time I'm not drinking. So uh, that was a lot of calories, you know? <laughs> Jessica's always been candid about her struggles with weight. In her memoir, Open Book, she revealed she had two tummy tucks after the births of Maxwell and Ace. She took diet pills for nearly 20 years, and that's not all. Yes, I ate a fried worm. Supposedly it speeds up your metabolism, but I ended up throwing it up anyway. She ate three meals and two snacks a day. She worked out hard. That's not why she lost the weight. Of the 168 hours a week, she's only working out three of those. The lifestyle, the sleep, cutting sugar out of her diet were key to her losing that weight. Well, you know there is another surefire way to lose weight. Get yourself on Dancing with the Stars. Okay, yeah, we know not everybody can do that, but Kel, it sure has been fun for fans like us to watch the process, right? Yes, we certainly have, Nichelle, and it's resurrected some star careers, too. Today marks the 15th anniversary of the hit ballroom breakout. Welcome to the very first episode of Dancing with the Stars. It was nerve-wracking. It was scary, it was live. I think the first thing I said, I fully got booed. <laughs> You're a little heavy like stomping. I think you could work on that a bit. Okay, uh, all right. <laughs> 13 million people tuned in for the premiere. There were only six celebs, including New Kids on the Block, Joey McIntyre, and the first ever Bachelorette, Trista Sutter. Season one, that was the most controversial season ever. Kelly and Alex! when Kelly Monaco won over John O'Hurley because John O'Hurley had done so well consistently and was a consistently better dancer. I didn't choose me to be the winner, so. But um, you won. I won. 28 seasons, 46 pros, and 320 contestants later, a lot of drama has gone down on the dance floor. Everybody on that balcony Everyone has been dying and Armand killing themselves. Armand. You okay? Oh my gosh. There we go. Sorry. I think the, the most memorable moment was when Marie Osmond fainted. Of course, you've got to show the gaiety and the fun of the samba. I was like, what just happened? It was so scary. Some celebs you might not remember competed on the show. Kim K, her brother Rob, Billy Ray Cyrus, 
Pamela Anderson, Kristen Cavallari, and Tanya Harding. When I got that call, like now, I'm yeah. gonna start crying. In season two, we met some of our favorite pros. Max had long hair, Cheryl's was short, and she won the mirror ball. Drew did a great job. I had complete confidence in him. I knew he was a performer from the start. Julianne Huff joined as a pro and won season four. Kevin, Hi, how are you doing? In season eight, her real-life boyfriend, country singer Chuck Wicks, was cast as her partner. Here's the deal, I have no unfair advantage. No. I can't dance. <laughs> Julianne's brother Derek had a showmance with actress Shannon Elizabeth, and before Max and Peta got married, he was engaged to another pro, Karina Smirnoff. The rain is beautiful. I was very, very surprised. What can you tell us about the show's return? We're definitely picked up, and we're super excited for season 29. So hopefully we're coming back in the fall. That's the plan. And yeah, I think it's, it's a bit of a challenge. If you don't adapt, you can't survive. One of my favorite shows, and I cannot wait for them to be back. All right, coming up, he is the Michigan sheriff who went viral after he took off his riot gear to join a peaceful protest. Kevin is talking to him next. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. You know, these protests all around the world have produced some incredible moments of solidarity. And one of the best is when a sheriff in Flint, Michigan, put down his gear to join the peaceful protesters. I spoke with Chris Swanson this morning. The only reason we're here is to make sure that you got a voice. That's it. There we go. I saw the tension and I could feel the anger. And as the, as the line was there to push against the people, and then I saw a fist pump and I saw a little small hug and I was like, that's it. I'm going to talk to these folks. We want to be with y'all for real. So I took the helmet off and laid the batons down. So I said, what else do I need to do? And they said, without even thinking, walk with us. Let's walk! Let's walk! And that was the moment that put Flynn on the map where righteous anger is used for a peaceful demonstration and not to burn and torch our city. What is the reaction among people around you? It was electric. You had people that had no faith, and in one moment, they saw that the police were with them. It takes police leadership, it takes experience and training, but more importantly, it takes the heart of a human being to show love and dignity and respect for another human being. And all the folks wanted was someone to hear them. We had people come from the outside when they watched that movement happen just to be a part of it. We set a tone that you can be the beacon of light. You can be the trendsetter. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. 
Oh well, that's good. Yeah, I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah, See, that that does that doesn't count. <laughs> sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah, I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.